that I've had the pleasure of working with um, from Janet Jackson, Kanye West, Akon, TLC, Zane from BMF, um, Collective Collective Soul, Zach Brown, country artist. A lot of people I've had a had a pleasure of working with. Tonight, 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 tonight. Don't feel like being lonely tonight. And she knows when they come to town. Every musician's fans, I felt the curtains come down. She waits the backstage shows for those who you address. So today on Shea Marie's Diva and Vixens podcast, we got Bodhi B. Rocker. You do a few different things. Could you tell us the various things that you do? Yeah, definitely. I'm an international, well, my name is Bodhi B. Rocker, as you just said. I'm an international recording artist. I'm an executive film producer, director, and screenwriter. I'm also a best-selling author. Yeah, I'm a playwright. I'm, I'm just a creative being. <laughs> Yes, sounds like you're a busy woman. Indeed, indeed. I see on your resume that it's pretty stacked. It says that you've worked with some international superstars and Grammy winners. Can yeah. you tell us about yeah. that? Yeah, um, between, between demo work, um, studio work, uh, live performances and different things like that, I've had the pleasure of working with um, from Janet Jackson, Kanye West, Akon, TLC, Zayn from BMF, um, Collective Collective Soul, Zach Brown, country artist. A lot of people I've had a had a pleasure of working with. Yeah, yeah. We interviewed Akon one time when he was in the UK. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know him very well. Yes, check it out, man. This is your boy Akon, and right now you got it locked to Worldwide Entertainment TV. Keep it locked. <laughs> <laughs> when you're creating your music, how do you try to separate yourself from everyone else? By just being myself, you know, I don't try to focus on what someone else is doing, what someone else sounds is or anything or what the trend is. I go by what the track is doing and how I feel at that moment. What do I want to say with this song? And that's how I've always done it. Okay. I seen you performed at some big events. Could you tell us about those and the experience that came with it? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've sung at a couple of events couple of big events. Um, I sung at the City Gala that was with Randy Jackson, Les Brown, Mario, Lopez. It was a list of people and I had a really good time. It was it was a, an amazing experience. I did the LA2 with Sheila E, Boosie Collins, Alyssa Milana, Jack Black, and I came on right after Miss Dion Warwick. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, let me see another cool one. I performed for the Prime Minister of Bahamas before, and that was amazing. They flew me over. I had a great time. I've sung at the Kentucky Derby. I mean, I've done a lot of different performances. It just depends on, you know, which one are you talking about? But all of them are special because anytime you can get out there on the stage and do what you love to do and the crowd is feeling you, yeah. it's a blessing, you know? So which do you prefer, performing in front of a live audience or 
perfecting your craft and your songs in studio? Um, live audience all day. The mm -hmm. energy between the audience, you know, I remember when I was four years old and I saw Diana Ross on stage on TV. I saw her on TV, but they panned to the crowd and you had people, you know, their emotions, people were crying, people were singing, people were smiling. And she just sat up there with just so much grace, you know. And I remember saying to myself, this is the feeling that I want to be able to move an entire crowd. You know, that's what music does. Music, music is universal and it moves everyone in different, you know, in different ways. So that's something that I've always wanted to do. <laughs> you mentioned Diana Ross as someone that you admired. Are there any other artists? Oh, absolutely. There's so many great artists out there. I love me some Chrisette Michelle. I love me some Jill Scott. Brandy is a favorite. I love Tank. I love Joe. Uh, I mean, the list can go on and on. And of course, you got the 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 Whitney Houston's and the Aretha Franklin's and Mariah Carey's and stuff. So it's just so many people that I love. <laughs> so are there any dream collaborations that you would like to have or any collaborations in general that is in the works or you plan to have down the line? Well, I would love a collaboration with Lil Wayne. He's my favorite rapper. <laughs> so I would love a collaboration with him. I would love to work with Tank and I would love to work with Brandy and Chrisette Michelle. Those are on my wish list and Timbaland. You got to work with Timbaland because he's just a beast and anything that he does. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. one more, one more. Missy Elliott. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> singing, rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you also do screenwriting and directing. How is that different from your music side? Well, it's it's completely different. You know, when you're singing, you're you're singing and you're either talking in first person or second person. And you're just telling just it's, it's a one dimensional type of story. Right. When I'm switched over to filming, which I did because I ended up 2019 torn meniscus, torn ACL and I dislocated my shoulder. And I woke up from the surgery and found out instead of it being six weeks of recovery time, it was going to be a year of recovery time because of how severe the surgery was and they couldn't tell from the MRI what I was going, you know, what, what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. So in doing so, and I, I start touring all over the world since 2007 full time. So to wake up from that and find out that, yo, <laughs> you, you don't have, you know, I don't have a backup plan. You know what I'm saying? It was just music, music, music. So to wake up and figure out, okay, this is not what, you can't do this right now. I'm not going to say I'm never going to be able to sing again. But at that moment, you got a whole year that you don't have to figure out your life. And so I knew that I wanted to write and I had written a play before. I had six internet, I had six national recording artists in my play, including Christopher Williams. And mm -hmm. so I knew that I wanted to write. I initially looked into doing web series. But when I found out the cost to do a web series, and I had wrote 13 episodes of my feature film, but finding out, you know, you're going to have to pay, 
you're gonna have to pay the sound man you're gonna have to pay the producer you're gonna have to pay all these people um each time you do a new episode so i said okay well the way my budget is working out right now especially since i'm not working and i'm now gonna go through my um savings I'm going to have to condense this episode and turn it into a feature film. So that's what I ended up having to do. And the writing, when I started writing my plays, I got to understand how to have conversations and how to write the conversations so that you're not over um, talking each other and different things like that. And you're letting each other breathe. However, you're also making sure that it's, um, a natural response, call and response. Like if somebody's talking to you, you know that immediately you would either pause or there's something that you would say. So I had to learn the process of how to write. And because I had did the play, I kind of understood how to now connect in doing the writing. So turning it into a film, I just had to learn the formatting and different things like that. But I had a good start already because I'm already a storyteller. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was a, it's definitely a different, different category and, and it's completely different, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the same. It's still telling the story. You just got a different way of telling it. Exactly. Uh, what would you consider to be some of the greatest movies of all time or films? Oh, um, my favorite is the five heartbeats, the temptations and what's love got to do with it. Now, you notice every last one of them got music in it, right? <laughs> That's also my favorite. I love seeing the struggle. They, they went through the struggle, but then they ended up on top. And it gives me hope that, you know what, if I just keep going, keep going, keep going, you know, Every every move that I make is just going to be higher and higher up there. You know, um, I want to talk to the people, the independent artists out there that think that, you know, you, you have to be at a certain status. I literally toured the world. You know what I mean? And I have worked on some major, major projects. I did not have a label behind me. I did not have this budget behind me. I had my talent. I get up on that stage. It don't matter if you're performing in front of one person or you're performing in front of thousands of people. You don't know who's in that crowd. You get up there, you do the work and, and, you know, it just will happen for you, you know, because one person will see you here and then they'll say, Hey, well, do you want to perform here? And that's just how it happened for me. I performed at Centennial Park. I had just came out as an artist. I performed at, this park, Centennial Park here in Atlanta, Georgia, in front of 5,000 people. It was my second show. And from that show, I got an offer to go over to Africa for six months. And 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 then from that, it was like so many people saw me from over there that they started asking me, hey, do you want to perform here? Hey, do you want to perform on here? And it's just, you know, the, the, the effect of it all. So go after your dreams, don't stop. And it does not matter where you start at. And it does not matter if you are a major or an indie. So speaking about artists for music, who would you consider to be your top five and why? My top five singers? Yeah, artists in general. Oh, yeah. Whichever um, you want to speak of. Okay, well, I had just talked about touched on this. Uh, Brandy is my top. Brissette, Michelle, Tank, Joe, Timberland. Okay. Yeah. 
you have a new song out that's called Time Stands Still. Could you describe to us about the whole? Absolutely. Time Stands Still is very near and dear to me. Um, I wrote it. It was a dedication to my husband. I just got married. It was a dedication to him. And it's about, you know, like I was I was married before and I had got to a place where I didn't think that I was ever going to find love again. I had given up. I was like, I'm done with love. I don't care if it's looking for me. I ain't looking for it. You know, I'm just going to stay on this single tip. And then all of a sudden, you know, my husband out of nowhere just came into the peach into the picture and in letting my guard down and everything and we started connecting and everything and the, the synergy between us was just so profound that you know every time I saw him it felt like time was standing still and I just wanted to stay in that moment so when we was about to get married I wanted to do something special I've never written a song dedicated to a man before or dedicated you know so I wanted to to write him something really special and 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 let him know how I felt. And my plan was to sing it at our wedding, but we ended up doing a national television show and they heard the song and I sung it. I ended up singing it on national TV for him. The show hasn't came out yet, so I can't talk about it, but uh, I ended up singing it on national TV. So I didn't sing it at the wedding, <laughs> but it still was very special. That's still big. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that the same song that's, I guess, surrounded your film, The Perfect Guy? No, I mean it's on. It's on the. It's of course in the film because you know I'm going to definitely make sure that I put a lot of my own music in my own film. <laughs> but um, I want to tell you that time stands still. I released it two weeks ago, and for two weeks in a row, I have charted on the radio with the song at. At one one week, one week I was at um, number one hundred one, and then the second week I was at one hundred four, and it's only been out for two weeks. So <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is amazing. The everybody's just been showing me so much love, you know, with with the single and everything, and also the music video. In one day, I ended up having twenty seven thousand views on my music video. So it's been a a blessing. So we're. Where could we see um, the film when it comes out? And also, where could we get your music? Okay. Well, my music is on all digital platforms. My music video for Time Stand Still is on YouTube. And as far as my film, the trailer is currently out on YouTube. Um, it's under Butta B. Rocka, B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A. And it's called Finding the Perfect Guy. You can find it on there. You can find all of my music videos on there. And currently, I'm going to be having a big private premiere on Sunday, April 2nd here in Atlanta, Georgia at Studio Movie Grill. Um, I ended up getting a prime day. Usually when you do indie films, you do it Monday through Thursday. And Friday, Saturday, and Sundays is for the bigger films because that's when they have the most people come out and everything. But I'm like, you know, you got to speak yourself into existence on where you want to be and where you want to go. So I booked the biggest room in the biggest theater and I booked a prime day 
for us to come out. We're going to be in our formal attire and we're going to celebrate because it is, it's, it's definitely an accomplishment, you know, to to do a film and nice. just come. And I didn't have any investors. I paid every single person out of pocket. I had from um, the hairstylist, the set design, the um, makeup, wardrobe, the chef on, on set. I had a medic on set. Like I tried to, I've been on a lot of sets and I tried to make it as com as comfortable and as professional, you know, as I could with the money that I had. <laughs> so, you know, we, I, I, I believe if you're going to do something, you do it wholeheartedly, you treat people the way you want to be treated and you go out with a bang. So we're going to um, go and celebrate the fact that this film is done. It was a lot of hard work, of course, ups and downs, because it was my first film. You have to learn different people in the industry. Some people say they can do stuff. You hire them. They can't really do it. You know, so it was a lot of little things I had to learn along the way. But I'm so proud of the accomplishment. And I am currently I have some meetings set up. Um, one of the meetings is with Netflix. I got a meeting with BET and with a couple of other networks. I just have to figure out which network works best for me. Yeah. And I have a couple of options to not just go with just one network. So I'm trying to work it out. Hopefully by April 2nd, I'll be able to announce yeah. where I have um, decided to to um, have it featured in. So we'll, we'll tell our followers about it for sure. Yeah, please do. And make sure you check out the trailer, leave your comments under um, Finding the Perfect Guy. And you can also find it on my website at butterbiraka.com or at findingtheperfectguy.com. So congratulations. You, you put a lot of work and it paid off. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what it is? Um, when I had had my surgery, like I had mentioned before, I I woke up thinking to myself, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Because like it was all I've done is been music, music, music. And so this setback ended up being a setup, you know, for something greater. And sometimes you Sometimes for me, God has to push me in because in, in, I'm a little stubborn. I'm a Taurus. So when I'm focused, I'm focused. So sometimes he had to say, hey, chick, I got something else for you. You know what I mean? So he had to nudge me a little bit, make me uncomfortable so that I could figure out what my other strengths were. And I'm just so glad that he did that because I would have just stayed on the path of music and I wouldn't have written a book that became an Amazon bestseller in, se in seven hours. I wouldn't have started my podcast that's on seven syndicated stations overseas. I wouldn't have started a magazine. I definitely wouldn't have done a film, you know? So these are things that I wasn't comfortable with. And, and, and I, I went out there on faith. I didn't know where to start. I just started. I, I've come to the conclusion that anything I want in life, I'm going to go for it. I mean, I might not reach it, you know what I mean? But I'm going to get 10 times farther than where I were. Yeah. So I just believe in, I'm not going to leave this world without just giving everything I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is there any lasting words you would like the viewers to know about Butter B. Rocker? Yeah, um, I just hope that my story encourages someone. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your height, your size. It don't matter none of that, your background, none of that. None of that matters. 
just get out there, go after your dreams um, and just start, just start. Like it doesn't matter where you start at, but you gotta, you gotta start, take that first step and celebrate your milestones. Every small thing leads to something bigger. And that was one of the things that I personally had to realize because, you know, you're so focused on the big goal. And if you don't reach it, you're like, ah, I don't, you know, you don't, you're not even appreciating or I wasn't even appreciating all of the small things. Well, these small things are big, you know, working, working with Zach Brown and, and, and working, singing for the, the prime minister of Bahamas. Like these are, these are things that are big. I mean, everybody don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was, I was so focused on, no, I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to be here. And I was missing all of the small blessings along the way that I've accomplished, you know, and I was acting like it was nothing. And now I'm realizing that these were all blessings and that I need to appreciate that. Not that I didn't appreciate it, but I wasn't I wasn't staying in the moment of where I was because I was so focused on where I was trying to go to. So I would just encourage everyone to stay in your moment and go after your dreams. Okay.